Yes, yes, yes. Welcome to episode six of Aftercuff. Yep. What's well, going on? Not much, you know. We've had a little hiatus, so uh, apologies to whoever. Have we? Yeah, we had a little hiatus. Missed a little slot. Obviously, we're back now, though. Obviously. Yeah. I've never left. You know, Aftercuff no. is a place of good, honest conversation. You know, and I never hurt anyone. <laughs> yeah, man. You know where to catch that. We had a sick weekend last weekend. Actually, you're right. We didn't have hiatus because we did record last week pre-wireless. Pre-wireless. Yeah. And we said we were going to talk about wireless. That's where we're this at. This week. Exactly. Um, so for anyone who doesn't know, Wireless Festival, one of the, it was what, 10 year anniversary last weekend? The last Friday, Saturday and Mm-mm. Sunday. The anniversary was the weekend before. Weekend before on the Sunday. Then, yeah, on the Sunday. And then the last weekend was like the main festival, the three-day festival. Yeah. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, Friday, Drake. Saturday, uh, Kendrick. Vivici. Vivici. And uh, Sunday was David Guetta and Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. We were obviously there for the proper day, which was Friday. <laughs> <laughs> the busiest day. Definitely the busiest day. Being politically correct. Definitely the busiest day, Drake day. Um, we had a sick time. I don't know about anyone else that was there. We did, we did. I saw a lot of things. Um, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say we've been there from, we, we got there at the start. We got there halfway, I'd say. Um, just before Krepton Conan set. Yeah, we, we, were t- we were in time for that. We literally, yeah. we, we caught the start of yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which was, um, I thought it was... I'll come out and say, it. that was a zoo. It was, it, yeah. For anyone that's listening, any of our listeners, anyone that has attended any festivals, I would advise, if you're in certain places, don't stand near the front of the stage. We you both might lose your mistake. life. You might lose your life. Real we, talk. Because it came to talks. a point where a lot of people were falling and because it was overcrowded, other people were falling on top of them. It could have just turned into a crazy stampede. Get trampled before you get know it. Get trampled before you know it. Go back while it's in the body bag. Yeah, mad. No, <laughs> no you bring joke. back flashbacks, bad flashbacks. But yeah, man, we had to help people, um, you know, on back on their feet. Um, which, you know, some, sometimes you got to do it, man. Obviously, you're there for a good time, but then when you see someone in trouble, you got to help them. You know, so you let's went, turn up together. You went to Wallace to play hero. Not, not so much. I was just there, you know, and you saw something in front of you. I'd expect someone to help me up. No, of course, but you know, I stood strong. I went falling for nothing. No, you that's know. true. To be fair, you, you held your ground there. a couple of times. It was a bit shakier. Yeah. I didn't know if it was touch and go. Listen. But we had a sick time, though. You know, we had a sick time. Their um, set. Their set was, was, was great. You know, they've they done what, you know, they came to do. Obviously, um, on the eve of releasing their, their debut album, what better way to do it? You know, turn up at Wireless Festival Everyone knew their songs. Everyone was turning up. It was such a sweat box in there. It was like, we got in there dry, came out drenched. Drenched. Like, when I mean drenched, like, you can see man's body, like, through the shirt. (laughs) That's how nuts it was. But I've been meaning to ask you all week, though. Mm. We both know it was a sick set. Do you think... That ten was too small for them because I have the feeling that uh, that should have been on the main stage. I mean, anyone that went to Wireless the year before, yeah, they're on the same tent and they saw how turned up it was. So I would have thought that the organizers would have 
let them progress onto, if not the main stage, the stage beside it. Yeah. You know the stage that Leafy B was on? Yeah. That stage. Put them on that stage. Like, they've got momentum. You know what I'm trying to say? A lot of people are talking about them. Why not put them on the main stage instead? No disrespect, like, you know, you're putting guys like Labyrinth, who hasn't really been making noise. You're putting him, him on the main stage. Mm. Obviously, he's had a couple number ones and stuff like that. Yeah, I get it, but it it doesn't make sense for the for the time that it is at the moment. Wireless, you're there for a turn up. You know what I'm trying to say, like, and you've got that's all I was hearing all all, all Friday. People it just want to turn up. Turn. People just want to turn up. If you're looking at the headliner, turn up. If you're looking at the person that came on before the headliner, turn up. You know what I'm trying to say? The person before that, turn up. You've got to keep it consistent, but I suppose you've got to be fair. And um, But yeah, honestly, I did think that they were put on a small tent because it got out of hand. It was three, it was three occasions. Do you not remember we were standing right at the front where it looked like emergency services were going to lock off their station? Yeah, they, they, they were going to lock it off. So obviously, Crepton Kona had to go on the mic and be like, guys, please step back or control yourselves. Like they're telling us if it doesn't Anymore. improve, they're just going to lock off the set. Do you think that may be part of the reason why they didn't have it on the main stage? Just because, because I was in. No, there's more you, room to maneuver. There's it more felt room. Extremely tight. It wasn't tense in the aspect like you felt it was going to kick off or there was going to be fights breaking out. It was just too run. Yeah, I mean, everyone wanted to just have a good time. Everyone wanted to see them. Obviously, yeah. it felt like everybody generally wanted to see them. Yeah, they've got heat on them. They've got heat on them. So, you know, it 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 just makes sense. Like even YG said it that like. He came on after them last year. Well, last year, yeah. And he was pissed because obviously they, they shut it down. They shut it down and he's next. So he's thinking, hmm. But in a way, it kind of worked for him because everyone's riled up and obviously he of makes course. that kind of music. So, you know, it works both ways. But maybe next year they're going to put them on if they book them, of course. They're going to put them on. I don't see why they wouldn't book them. They've got what the. So they shut down wireless. They've got the tour starting end of the year, if I'm correct, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. off the back of the album. Mm-hmm. At currently, from what it looks like, the album's sitting at its number one, number one. in terms of the midweek sales. That's a, that's a we'll, great we'll, achievement. We'll see what happens at the end of the week. Mm-hmm. But from the momentum of the single and what they're looking to do, yeah, in fact, on a major single. label, I don't see any reason why the album shouldn't chart number yeah. one, possibly, very minimum top five, yeah. which is a massive statement Oh, it's in a, terms of our... It's, it's, it's door-opening. Have you listened to the album? Yeah. What do you think? I I like the album. Mm. You paused though, so I like. No, no, it's I'm not gonna say it's an it's an amazing album. It's a great debut. Yeah. It's a great debut. It's um it's it's also easy listening as well. He's going out singing quite a lot on the album, which is a yeah. shock to a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. And I mean I think he realised that he's got the voice for it and it kinda adds that um, you know, that popular appeal. Yeah. Because... I've been saying it for the last couple of weeks, though. You, need, you wants, need melody. You need melody to, you know, um, make some noise or do some numbers, those kind of things. So I think they got it right, man. And, you know, they've got some decent features on there. They've got uh, heavy hitters on there. If you're going to put in got, Emily Sandé, you're going to put in Sheeran, Wiz Khalifa, obviously YG, YG Nick Ross. Ross. You know, like... They've done it. They've 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 done a good job, man. They've done a good job. So fingers crossed, man, that they get 
a top five slot on the charts at the end of the week? Obviously, listen, if it, if it charts number one, number one album in the country, oh, they, can so now, they can now go back to label with a few more demands. Because I noticed when the performance was on, obviously the people that came out, mm-hmm. you had Stormzy, you yeah. had Section, Section Boys, which you had Jay Huss, mm. Fecky and Rich come out for Don't Waste My Time Remix. Mm. What we're missing, what I've always thought we're missing is when we have someone in position, they don't have a strong enough label. Yeah. Because people may not like me for this, but I don't like the fact that Mega Man hasn't got a solid label mm. for him to put artists out on mm. on a big scale. They've done a m- major things and, you know, laid the groundwork for us to, for our culture to come through and do things. Wiley should have a successful label, hands down. Yeah. Any grand artists are coming out should be signed. Uh, he had a hand in it. He had a hand, if not stories. both hands. You know, a yeah. lot of people, anyone that's successful, they they have a Wiley story. Yeah, exactly. You know? Storms come through now, he's doing his thing. Shouts out be- Wiley like none other. Benefits from standing up to Skepta mm-hmm. and Boy Better Know. I know they've done a few things with, if I'm correct, the guys, the producer, um, Predator. Yeah. He was down with them as well. But these people, as soon as they get in position. It's all how it's structured as well. So you got to think about the kind of, it's, it's going to be harder for them to make those kind of moves because everyone's waiting for them to slip up. Mm. People were waiting for So Solid to slip up and they did. But so theirs they was... them alive. It was a different time in London. It was proper road. Yeah, true. And if you've yeah. you, you got demographic where the group is so big, you're about... And I've listened to certain interviews with Mega Man, he's talking, it's like, these weren't like Oxide Neutrino, RV Ashley, weren't bad boys from the road. Mm. But if you're the head honcho of your clique yeah. or your crew, you don't want anyone getting violated because that then discredits you. Yeah. If I can come and slap in the face mm. your premier members of your, of your group, no one will you respect you. Yeah, and especially where a lot of our musicians and their music is heavily linked to the street. Mm. If I can G-check your rapper, yeah, <laughs> what happens then? I'm not buying your records. Yeah, street cred just... Goes Imagine when gigs off. came out, if I, someone could walk up and slap gigs in the mouth. Yeah, mad. That's almost blasphemy. It's a little bit like the whole DVS situation, like where he got robbed of his... You know what I mean? What? Yeah, well, yeah, we've got yeah, a few well, people in the back and everyone, everyone's uh, nodding. Well, you know. <laughs> it's happened. But you know, yeah, it's you know, happened. Without but, getting too much into street stuff, when you're still close to it, these things happen. Whether you're active or not, if you come from a certain place... But people are going to try you. Like I was saying last week where certain people don't want to rate certain man. Yeah. No matter how big they get, it's just because that... They're like, bruh, like, you're from the same place that I'm from. You're accessible. I can see you on any other, any other day. That's why they're like, mm. they won't really feel obliged to really fully go out there and support you. But I think these two boys, they're doing a good job, man. It looks like they've got a decent team around them. No, they've, yeah. got, they've got it. They've, I think they've got it down to a T. The yeah. album sounds like a solid album. Oh yeah, from from start to finish, they touch on certain topics that people want to know about. You know, what I'm trying to say like they've got some songs that are relatable. Um, Who do you think is gonna gonna come through next? Because obviously we were, we both went there the next day, but I saw footage and I was happy to see it. I was a little disappointed at the same time. Stormzy shut down his set. Mm. The middle of his "Where Do You Know Me From," he spits the lyric. I was on the roads. Zizzy made I Love, I love you. you. Yeah. And Dizzy Russell comes out. 
Dizzy hasn't stood or been around Grimax or in that scene, in that element for a long time. Yeah, he's almost he out of sight, out, out of mind. Still a legend, still major respects to him. That's a, a big deal. It is a big deal. I mean, Dizzy has done stuff in a scene where people will never forget. No, you, you can't discredit Boy in the Corner. And I don't know if a lot of people, Boy in the Corner, Home Street Home, Skinny Man's um, Council State of Mind, yeah. have had harder hitting, more legendary albums. It's true. It's true. It's just that, um, like I said, man, it's like um, people just need to respect it a little bit more. Yeah. On a more, on, on a more of a, how do I say it? Like a, a universal, on a universal level. Yeah. Because only like, for you example, Skinny think, Man, yeah. only a small section of people will know about the Council of State of Mind. But you know that, that cliche is saying, those that know, know they really do know. I think what it is, is it's different time periods. But those that do know, how does that help the artists get to a point where a lot more need to know, where the masses need to know? Some of those old artists, you know what it is? I always, I always look at it. They didn't have what these artists have now. I look and I look at people like Stormzy. That's like Bonkers has hers, We Were On The Block, which has come out, I think, if not today or yesterday. Yeah, they've that's got, getting they, mad love. They've got the socials. That's getting mad love. You've got some of the things these older acts didn't have. Mm -hmm. I've seen interviews and I've spoken to, might be off on a slight tangent, but it all falls in the same thing with this mm -hmm. conversation about UK MCs. I remember speaking to G Fresh yeah. years ago at a video shoot for a girl called Shani Cupcake who had a video. She filmed it um, around the corner from where I live. Yeah. Uh, and she was a second, her secondary school she was at, mm. she used their premises to film. Okay. And I remember speaking to G Fresh and he said at the time, Spent about over 100 bags of music. Yeah, man. His first couple videos that he ever sent to AKA, 10 bags for the video. You give some of these young guys now 10 grand for their video, they'll probably pocket five, spend about two and a half, and it'll come up with such an amazing video. And I didn't even expect, you, in this day and if age, that, now, if that's, that's an extreme. five is, is nuts. That's, that's me talking as not a rapper. That's just yeah. me thinking, yeah, my pocket five. Yeah. <laughs> but in, five. in this day and age now, you've got, you can do a, do a video off your iPhone 6. Yeah. There's different things. You don't need certain people. You don't, yeah. At the time, 100 bags is, is insane. Labels don't even use that. Yeah. Insane. But, you know, let's get back to the wireless talk. Um, You know, obviously, Krypton Cohen has shut it down and then obviously, you had the next act in that tent. Yeah. Party next door, over your zone. You know, to me, it was a great set as well. It was a great follow-up. Kept the momentum going. Everyone was turned. You know, what did you think of it? I think it was hard, but we'll just pause for a second. We've got a guest in the building. They're a little bit late. We'll forgive him. Yeah, what's going on? Traffic in London. Traffic in London. Welcome, Welcome Kanye Oscar. Crazy. What's up? Can I sit down? Yeah, yeah. take a seat. Take a seat there. Take yeah. a seat. Me budget, bruv. No, take a set seat. Up. The setup is proper. Yeah, yeah man. Welcome. Yeah, yeah how do you, man. How do you find it getting down there? Nightmare. Oh, that's London, isn't it? Obviously, the tube killed everyone today. So everyone that's listening, I'm sure you've had to cope with uh, the commute to and from your working setup. So yeah, yeah. it was all mad. It was all mad. It was more than I mad. was stuck on a bus for time, but you know it's all good. Got when did you leave out? Um, honestly, I left out at eight thirty. Yeah, only because like I'm so proper with my timing. Yeah, like I know how I drive even with traffic or so without you know you traffic. Could so I know I got this. I got this. Like I can beat London traffic. <laughs> but do you know what? 
sometimes uh, where you can't get the you can't get the better you, of it. You can't always you say London get traffic beat you today. Unfortunately, man. Uh, <laughs> but it's still like five one to me. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I got this. I got this. You got you that to a conversation. Um, we've been talking about wireless. Mm. We had hot off last weekend. We were both at wireless on Friday. Okay. Did you return last weekend at all? No. Do you know what? I don't go to concerts. And it's um, a little personal preference. And it's it's going to sound like snobbish of me. Yeah. But um, I always feel like any time that's spent going to a concert, watching other people, I could be pushing myself to be on that stage one day. Yeah. Do you know I what I that. mean? I heard that. So I've never actually ever attended a concert to watch. And that's just my own personal thing. But I heard so much was going down that way. Yeah, Me no, personally, we didn't even introduce you properly. Obviously, everyone that's listening, yeah. welcome. That's Kenny All Star, um, big DJ in the scene. Jeez. You are down at Represent Radio Saturdays. Night Saturday nights, nine to eleven, man. What's that? Dance All Nation. Yeah, it's Dance All Nation, but it's just lots of other things going in on there as well. So you're doing man. a lot of stuff. It's just bare fun, like it's something different. You know what I mean? Just and you like, enjoy it as well, so it makes it all better. Well, yeah, man. Radio and music's my life. Yeah, we'll get into all the conversation. So, like I said, you're down at Represent. How yeah. did you get your initial start in regards to DJ? Where uh, did that come from? Because everyone, everyone, you're our first guest, so thanks for coming. Yeah, that's but everyone from like our demographic, people around, everybody wants to be a rapper, mm. MC. Mm. You, they want to be in a limelight. Yeah. What makes someone say, okay, I want to be the DJ? Yeah, like for me, it kind of derived from my love of music because I used to film videos. Okay. But then one of the artists I used to film back in the day, his name is Cash Tastic. Yeah. And he was just a sick rapper. Sick. Like, but I was doing all these hood videos and he was a hood rapper at the time. Is that so, when he had plaques? When he had the little, yeah, little plaques? Yeah, proper really like, he was just the SE15 gangbanger, yeah. like all gritty Talking and stuff. Crud. Talking crud. But then my girlfriend at the time used to go to his school. She was like, oh, you should definitely film in and link up with him. So yeah. um, when I met, I, I think I met him through my girl at the time. And then he was like, yeah, just trying to do this music thing properly. So... After he kind of came off the road and he was starting to make the transition, everyone around him was still in the hood, but he was starting to make meaningful music. I remember that time period. Yeah. Right? That... He's around, the, he's, he's, the people he was around with mm. are around the corner from where I'm from. Yeah. So you would have been filming so from Peckham. That. Yeah. I'm from mm. East Dulwich, but okay. you've got like Peckham around the corner. Yeah. Estate. Yeah. His group of people, family and friends are from Lexington Estate. Exactly. So I remember yeah. That time yeah. Period. Yeah. It was Young Size, um, Shawa Malik. Yeah. Chakaveli. There was quite a few of them, but he was, appealing to a lot of the female audience. He talk, yeah, he speak to girls a lot. He sp- yeah, he had a lot of girls. <laughs> I mean, uh, pretty boy Cash back in the day, man. Yeah. And he was utilising that. And he was making songs like I didn't mean it proper, like, oh, like these, these just appealing to mm, the females. Mm, mm. Yeah. And as he was that's getting nice, into that. That's a nice angle to Yeah, it was like he was pushing away from that. But I was always DJing from before because I was on pirate radio and online radio. And he was like, yeah, man, well, you ain't you ain't just got to record. Like, you can DJ for man. Mm. And I was like, rah, like, he's getting all these shows, these team fest one and, and, and musicalized and all these festivals. There was that little time period I remember where it was, there was himself, and it was a Crypto Connor time as well. Yeah, 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 he yeah. had, if I remember, if I'm correct, correct me if I'm wrong, he had Pain in Yard. There was little Yeah, yeah, well. there was barely. There was a few people. Even Sleepbow was still he was bug- ringing. They were bubbling. And it was a younger yeah. audience were. So like under 18 raves, they were really exactly. feeling it. Those, those were the things. And then we were just shutting down, man. And there was that, just that chemistry. And what made me know that 
DJing was for me was when we done our first like think festival kind of thing. So we opened up for Professor Green. Yeah, and nice. it's weird because there was like there was like um Winter Gardens in Margate, so there was like three thousand people. Wow. And what was so crazy about that is I got through in at the deep end. I never used to like utilize my voice. So you had like a nice rap, hard interaction. Yeah, like I could DJ, like I could do the raves and the the, the shubs and the. So you come with headphones when it, when it, when on when you get thrown into that. Yeah, like okay, you got to bring man out. Yeah, it gets to it gets to a different ball game. It's more yeah. than just DJing. Yeah, and what can I swear? Of course, I'm shitting myself. I was shitting myself. I was like, okay, well, what do I do? Okay, I've got to bring out cash. So I've just gone in the middle of the stage and I've put, and I've just started. I'm playing an Avicii record yeah. and it's a proper mainstream record mm. and it, everyone's jumping, jumping, jumping. The lights are going off, feeding off the energy and from then I knew that I could do it. Yeah. Like I knew that this this guy from South London could proper move crowds of different ethnicities, whether it's an Asian crowd, white crowd, um, we could do anything. Yeah. So that's when I, that's like, he gave me my taste into the world of DJ. That was your initial start with Yeah, yeah, but I was always listening. Like, I'm the kind of weird kid. I was the weird kid growing up when everyone was trading Yu-Gi-Oh cards or Pokemon cards yeah. and that. I was listening to radio. Like, I'm the kind of guy I never came up, like, with a very fortunate upbringing. Mm. So we, I didn't even have a TV. Like, this mm. is real. It sounds like a fairy tale, but I never had a television. Yeah. So when everyone was talking what was going on on, on TV, I was the outcast. I couldn't... Kinda. That means you're probably paying attention when you're listening. More. Yes, yeah. man. I was listening to Radio 1. Like, if I was telling you the people I listen to, you know, probably thinking, people listening will be thinking, who's that? Like, I grew up on Annie Nightingale and Pete Tong and mm. Tim Pete Westwood. Tong, mm. And now this is a pirate radio station that like, on top, Flashback, mm. Deja. And I was... Deja was my favourite. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was mad. I was stealing my mum's tape packs. I still listen mm. to On Top to this day. And mm. yeah, but it's still, it's authentic. That's yeah. what I grew up on. Yeah. So I was actually part of the radio and DJing culture. And um, yeah, from then to now, just, just like, I've just met so many new people and now I'm just still trying. You know, I'm Because you got your start with, like you said, with Cash. Obviously you had your passion yeah. from beforehand. Yeah. Myself, and I don't know about yourself, Daddy, mm. a lot of us, we first kind of started paying attention to you more through you working with Sneakbo yeah. and the stuff I represent. How did yeah. you, was that through cash and you work nah, in the nah. circuit? Again, the, the, see the Sneakbo thing? Yeah. Yeah. That was through the filming. Okay. So again, through my hood videos. Okay. That's how I met Bo. I met Bo, I think, at the same week as meeting Cash. Yeah. That's how crazy it is. But then, um, obviously, Cash, Cash's situation, I've been loyal to Cash. You know what I mean? You still and, a lot of people know, obviously, unfortunately, yeah. he's not allowed He's not allowed country. in the Yeah, so, so even when he got deported, like I can say this now, but I went to see him. Like yeah. you know, the like the day before he got deported, the deportation center. I went, went to the held, deportation yeah. center yeah. to yeah. see him. Mm. Like we've sat down and spoke. Yeah. Did you notice it? Because it, it it came as a shock. I'm never easily surprised, yeah. but it genuinely come as a shock. Yeah. And from what I've seen in interviews and the stuff he used to speak about, mm -hmm. he said he's been dealing with that for a very long time. Um, Have you, do you know what? Or... I didn't know from the the moment that he probably knew that, that like they were knocking on his door yeah, trying to do that. Honestly speaking, maybe I knew about it maybe a week or two weeks before he got deported. Wow. But you know with me, like loyalty is loyalty. You never speak a next man's business because I've got no business yeah, to speak. Yeah, definitely. Especially of that nature as well. Exactly. It just makes it... He was about to pop. He just got the, was it a publishing deal. Yeah, he signed his publishing deal with Universal and the piss take of it is on the day of his mixtape is when he get, gets the post. So he, they booked the flight to get deported. 
and there was a big campaign we were trying to get him to stay and all of that. Yeah. And even up to now, like I miss that guy, but everything happens for a reason. You never mm. know. Mm. Yeah. Like maybe he's meant to spread his message from his homeland. You don't know. Mm. So even with the sneak ball transition, like I've known Bo for a little while, but Bo kind of, me and Bo kind of was speaking and we do talk now and again. And he was like, Bo, I was at the stage of, he had another top 20 with yeah. Doctor Who. Yeah, yeah. And he course. never had a DJ. Like, every like time he would period, carry never. the CD and hand it over. And you'll be surprised because uh, Sneakball was, like, on the level of Captain Conan yeah. at that time. Yeah, and of course. Yeah, it was just that. crazy. Yeah. And how he's done, like, 100 shows and never had a DJ. But he don't really care about the DJs. Like, it sounds weird. Not that don't care that or doesn't understand? He I don't... Does the, yeah, I think it's like that. I don't think he's, like... He shuts down. His song shut down. Yeah. So when you've got like an artist that can shut down, yeah, yeah. Why do you really need a DJ? Like if I've got a hit record, what's unless my DJ is gonna come elevate out, me? Play the rhythm. Yeah, just gonna sing play it the rhythm. They're gonna sing back and they're gonna shut down. You wheel it up and start again. When I tell you, you know to. how it is. Like when you go to a concert, like the DJ is always gonna come on first. Yeah, warm, sure the crowd, warm up the but crowd. But not every DJ does that. You see, this is why. Like I think artists tend to are only now understanding the pre- and appreciating the art of a DJ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because back in the day, like I was watching an old Biggie video. Um, where he dashes the wall right the dashes DJ. Mm-hmm. Bruv, that's real though. Yeah. If a real that. DJ, if your artist is on, if you're mixing for your artist, that's the art of DJing. Mm, yeah. Like I mix Sneak Bow's songs. Okay. Like I will mix I Like It with Do My Thing. Yeah. And it, it will sound mad and it's a mad transition. Mm. If you f- fuck that up, then that's you get the mic in your do head. Do you feel that obviously <laughs> as a music man, where myself and Daddy are both music mm-hmm. lovers as well? Yeah. Do you feel the crowd are receptive to that though? Not or not every crowd appreciates that. Oh yeah. But def- I do that for definitely not like uh, a lot of people don't appreciate that, but mm. you've got different types of music listeners. Mm, mm. You know what I'm trying to say? You've got the in-depth ones that were like rah, they will appreciate and they can hear the mix before it actually makes that full transition. Especially if you know the songs, you know what's going to play. Because you saying mm. that, mm. and I was just touching back on wireless, we were both out there on the Friday, mm. and in between, at the end of like Party Next Door set, um, shortly after I think Travis Scott was on at the main stage, mm. and in between that, um, ASAP Rocky's coming on. So you've got the DJ playing in between. Yeah. It's like the crowd is like, obviously it's open field, it's harder because it's not contained. Yeah. When you've got an open air venue, people can be on their phones, they can be eating, talking, drinking, you can't control them. It's true. It's almost like the DJ weren't there. Yeah, man, it happens. You get overlooked. Some people mm. are like, oh, yeah, it's just a DJ. That, that'll be like, especially in wireless, they'll get like the generic DJ to mm. kind of play tunes throughout, mm. um, you know, the time that you're waiting for the next artist to come on. Yeah. And then like five minutes before the actual artist, it depends on the artist because mm. Drake don't really need that. He'll yeah. just come on. Yeah. He just comes on. Like his, mm. his tune will play, like lights will come off. That means you know that He's about to come out. Yeah. Everyone goes crazy. But like, yeah, man. for um, for example, like Krepton Kernan, they've got Cosmic. Yeah. He comes out first. He gets the crowd hype. He does the mixes and then he yeah. brings them out. That's... You but any good act knows that you need that. You need, you need that. to build anticipation. You need that. And you need man. to keep the crowd engaged as well before it's, you arrive and do your thing. segment. It's the best thing. Because obviously at the end of the day, I feel like you need to give us a show. And that's all part of the, the package. Like you gotta make people buy into you, and that's you gotta give everyone like every bit, every stage of your performance. Yeah, and a DJ is part of your performance no, to true. me. You're anyways. right. You're right. So, and I feel like what people need to kind of understand is when you pay 
to see someone, it's an experience. Yeah. So listen to this, yeah. It's easy for a man to just come on stage and be like, oh yeah, shut down and leave. But it's a different experience when your DJ interacts, like brings them forward, like little things like that. And we've been to some shows where it's been dead, like 10, 15 people at most. Yeah. Really crappy vibe. But I, I will still grab the mic and be like, look, you know what? You're not paid entry, innit? So unless you're paying to stand on the wall and do all of that, all of that, yeah, 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 big man, I'm not going to come to the front, <laughs> then I'll tag you. But right now, I'm playing jams that it's going off for myself. Yeah. And that's the one thing that people need to channel, especially as an artist. Artists should always have a relationship with a DJ. Yeah. So even in your ends, like if chemistry. you're a rapper, yeah. there, should, there could be up-and-coming DJs in your ends grow up together, huh? yeah, and yeah. you never know what links could happen. How do you, how do like you work? You, yourself, you say, sorry to cut yeah. you off. Um, like you said, you started f- off filming. Mm-hmm. So obviously now Cash is in Jamaica. Do you still communicate with him? Of course, man. Still talk on a regular basis. He sends me music, and we t- we try and talk as much as possible. Mm. Again, it's hard because you gotta understand. He had what I like. He had. He was there with you, yeah. So you know what? I, what I don't like to do sometimes is. When you always kind of have to holler at man and be like, how are you doing? How are you doing? It's a bit patronising yeah, in, yeah. in a way. Because yeah. it's like... You, you know he's not doing because he's not here. Exactly. Yeah. I know what could Cash could have been here yeah. if he was here. But at but, the same time, yeah. it, it, it could also be like, you're probably one of the few people that are still asking him that. Yeah, I know. And but no one's not really it's hollering. True. No, it's true. And it's like that. But mm. let me tell you something. This, that, that guy is probably one of the most strongest men got one of the most strongest minds you'll ever meet in a yeah. new human being like his head is just in a different place and he's so focused yeah. trust me that stuff don't phase him mm. speaking of which like obviously you guys communicate mm. did you know that he was going to be on that remix the Youngin remix um no that one there was a shock for me yeah I, I was shocked he wasn't even was like, wow. trying to tell me that but you know, obviously even, they even shot his scenes and stuff like yeah. as a surprise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't get twisted, cool, man. man. He's working. He can do whatever anyone in this country can do. He's got mm-hmm. the internet. I've been te- we, we. I don't know if you checked our our podcast out. We're on like episode six now. Yeah, and yeah. we've been saying this over the last few weeks um, as we've been going by that there are no lines anymore. Yeah, yeah. for the yeah. most part. And if no they boundaries. are, if they are, for the most part, they're blurred because everyone's accessible. Even if us. Uh-huh. Shouts out to people that listen in Netherlands. We've got people listening to Beijing. Uh-huh. Some people listen in the US. Uh-huh. We're over here recording uh-huh. in London. Yeah. This is all via the internet. Yeah, It allows people, especially someone like Cash, thing. obviously we can't touch him physically in terms of shows, him going to radios and freestyles. Yeah. But when his video pops up on like a GRM or SB, you got to click, click on it. Because I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, shit, my man's not around. It's curious. Let's check for his thing. Yeah, let's yeah. see what he's doing. Let's see yeah. what he's up to. Like, he just put out one hot tune, last minute, sick. Like, if you take it in, last minute, such, I'm, I'm playing that shit on replay. Nice. Like, yeah. It's so sick. The, the energy that's coming from him is amazing, man. Do you know anything, like, um, about his situation in detail? Like, if would he Where is he at currently? Like, what, Do you know, I mean, someone that does speak to me said on a regular yeah. basis, where is he at? Is it a case or is it, is it going to progress? Are we do, is it likely we're going to see him soon? All right. In terms of um, the issue of him coming back, I would say obviously I can't speak too much about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but Cash is this is not the last time you're going to see Cash. Like, of course. Especially um, when I mean that, I mean it's not going to be the last time you see Cash. 
I'm not going to go too much on the, yeah. on the situation. I mean, he's again, still young as well. He's as still well. young. Trust yeah, me, he's, he's getting, not the last time. Really just don't is. sleep on him. That's the word I tell so everyone. Saying, just don't sleep on him. So you're saying you're going to understand you're going to hold him down? Yeah, man. Everyone's hold, if I don't even need to hold him down. He's yeah. holding himself down. And that's the reality of it, man. Nice. So right now, we just what you would want me to do and everyone to do is just keep on supporting. You know what I mean? And believe in good music. I feel like that's what everyone's doing, man. Now, that's how good, do you man. feel? Because like I said, you don't, you for yourself. I can understand it, even though it might come off to some people that's slightly snobbish. Mm-hmm. But you're in a different space because you're a DJ yourself. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you, that's for you. That's work. Obviously, for us, we work for pleasure. So mm-hmm. where do you see the scene? Because like we said, we saw Crepton Conan. Yeah. And for me, in terms of that Friday, yeah, Sick it was it. it was UK. Yeah. We were both watching Drake. Yeah. And. For me, the highlight of Drake's set was... Skepta. Skepta, and then maybe running through the six my worlds. That was it. Yeah, Those yeah. were the two highlights for me. For me, Sick. it felt like it was UK. It was a UK festival. It's amazing. Like, right now, we're in a good place, man. Like, we're in such a solid space. Like, I was talking to P Money, because I just come from studio, innit? Yeah. And I just linked up with P Money, and then P, me and P was talking about um how Krypton Corner have actually opened such huge doors. Because you got to understand that, yeah? So what is this door people talk about? Because I've it's, heard this before with other acts, like when gigs no, came through. This is, this is the reality of the doors yeah, that they yeah. have opened, yeah? They have made it okay to be yourself in music. Yeah. You see, back in the day, yeah? When back in the day, I mean like to maybe three, four years ago. Yeah. No rapper was ever going through the door without a commercial song. Mm. When I mean commercial song, I mean if that song was not rocking a Caucasian's head... What? Water down, pop. water down, Watered. something they don't want to make, mm. then they're not trying to listen to it. Yeah. So labels, do you know why? And trust. do you know why that's the case? Because the labels didn't think that make we itself. could make our own music and sell it. But is is that when you say that? Is that then our fault or their misinterpretation? Because this is the first time in a in a while yeah. that I've genuinely seen people. Do you know like what it happened with German Whip? Yeah, like I bought that. Yeah, and it it. Part of it was nostalgia, like that's Dan, R6 Dan mm-hmm. from Channel AKA. Back in the day. And aside from that, the songs are bangers. So a couple together, sick. Yeah. But he hasn't, we haven't seen him working for years coming through. These yeah. men, we've seen them. But it's the first time in a while people are actually going out and buying music. Yeah. Because everyone says everyone's sick, we support mm-hmm. them. But do we actually spend money? It's 50 50, you know? It's 50%. Because that's their argument all the time. They, we don't buy anything. Yeah, but that's, see, this is the problem. You see, as an artist, the artists never really wanted to go out on a limb. Captain Conan were the first to actually come out and say, bro, you got to understand, yeah? Like, they've made, they've charted, yeah? Not even that, they reached the chart with a trap song, yeah? Yeah. Like, they open eyes with Don't Waste My Time, mm. yeah? Freak of the Week, yeah? Again, some people are cussing, like, some people, I hear about? people cussing the record. I love that record. You can't, you can't. Let me that. tell you why I love that record, because it's not cheesy. It's and not. it's it's reached top ten, and it's not cheesy. You said about a week and a half ago. Yeah. If you're all the guys that are complaining about it, it be the same brothers. Friday, Saturday night, that song comes on, and that'll be the only song they'll be able to dance with that girl. They've been trying give to chat to for the whole night. Not even that. Give credit where credit is due. Give credit. Where who credit else is due? Who else has done that? Anyone could have done that. And by the, thing the thing by is, the way, they didn't even. They didn't even reach out to Jeremiah. Jeremiah yeah. reached out to them. But that's them. the same again with he all caught, of their features. It's organic. Yeah. Yeah, man. if it's not organic, I, I'm against it. I'm telling you, yeah. like I hate when I hear that a label has to pay for a feature, because then how are you ever gonna get the potential, the full potential out of the song? If you know that money has been put down to get someone on a record, yeah, how it don't matter how much plugin 
you do, how much money you put behind it, it's not organic. Yeah, I feel it. If someone's paid me, let's say, for example, and this is the reality, if someone pays me to, to host a mixtape, yeah, like, I don't even like doing that no more. You're just going to go in and thinking. Like, because oh, I'm going to be thinking, hold on, it's a paid job, but the songs are shit. That's how, that's how's that fair? But how does that work for yourself? You're a DJ. So yeah. you, you play, you play, in essence, to the crowd. Yeah, yeah. Now, I'm, I've never DJed before. We have, I've got a friend of mine in there who's um, doing our, mm-hmm. our, our visual stuff. We have jokes that when mm-hmm. I'm the guy that's sitting in the car yeah. with the orcs, I DJ for myself because I'm greedy. Like, we could be going somewhere yeah. and I might want to yeah. hear R&B the whole way. And yeah. we're on the way to rave. I might want to hear trap music. All How do Get you differentiate? Up in that. Well, let's say you don't like a song. Do you play um, and you're playing for a crowd. Do you then go? It's a bit of a hard. It's, it's a bit hard because you see, for me, like I play. I always read the crowd first. Yeah. yeah. Bearing in mind, yeah, no DJ in this world has every single song no, to feed to to, to cater yeah, for yeah, every yeah, single yeah. crowd. You know, it's virtually impossible. Don't listen to the mm. DJs that say, "Oh yeah, man, I've got everything." For everything. Yeah, yeah. I can shut down anyway. Don't don't lie. <laughs> listen. But it just depends on how you drop it. You see, every song that's in my laptop, yeah. It's there, not only because I think it will work, it's because people want to hear it. Yeah. So, of course, there's going to be some songs that I might not like. But if the crowd likes it, how can I not have it? Mm. Then you become that DJ that doesn't actually cater for his audience. Yeah. Like, remember, I get booked predominantly for, uh, obviously, urban raves. Yeah. So, it's going to be, for example, I come through as a bashment DJ. Yeah. So if there's a bashment song I not I don't have, there might be a problem because I've had a few yeah, girls. If you're, if you're playing dance, if you're dancing you on the Saturday, nah, how, can, how, can like, oh, like, how can you not have this song and that? But sometimes you're gonna have it. You got that's, that has to be the case. But you know what it is? This is where you rectify the situation. It's the power of your voice. Yeah. And my I use my voice as an instrument when of I'm course. DJing. Because you see what it is here. I can mix, yeah, I can mix, but my voice is my... Your instrument as well. Yeah, that's my, that's my great instrument. Mm. Like, I like to talk on the mic, yeah. and I like, a lot of the times I talk crap, but it's crap that works. I, I've heard a pet peeve, I know you've probably heard as well. Yeah. We had a lot of friends from me at uni who dj mm-hmm. I've heard a pet peeve is requests. How do you deal when someone comes up to you no one can No one can do that, though. No one can do that. Not with me. Does that happen to you? No, do you know, it's ha- it probably has, <laughs> but I do not acknowledge that. You know what it is? That's, that's, you know what? I hate that. Do you, do you know, know why? That, no, we have that. We have DJ friends. Yeah. I've, that's a pet peeve. Do you know why? Do you know why that's such a bad thing? Because it's like, if you want to hear that song, darling, or my brother, when you get home, Put your headphones in. Go on, listen to that song. Yeah. Just because you want to hear that, if there's a thousand people in a rave and you are one of a thousand that wants to hear a song, but all no one else has come up to me with that, so why do you do you get privilege for that? Listen, mm. I know you're a DJ, mm. but I've got to hold my hand up mm. and say you've done it. I've done it before. Yeah, of course. You I know can. why? Because not sometimes every DJ the, is the DJ on ain't the, got the rhythms though. Sometimes you might need a little friendly reminder. That's what yeah. it is. Sometimes yeah. the DJ ain't on the ball, and okay. I'm thinking, I'm starting to question what you're doing. It okay, but can I ask you a question? Like, you see, um, when you go to a rave, yeah, do you look at lineups? Do you? There's some people that are like, if there's a certain DJ that's not on the lineup, yes, now I, I do, I do. Yeah, okay, yeah nowadays, nowadays. All right. Do you know the benefit of that? Of, of the last DJ is meant to be. Thank you. You DJ. go yeah. because you listen to your DJ. Yeah. So if you if one DJ isn't playing something. Yeah. But you know your DJ is there, 
You rely on that these days. Yeah, but I think the only time that that's valid, you see Mm. that point? Yeah. The only time that's like, oh, is if you're going like maybe a central London or a rave that's not really like a local. If you're going like like the Western way, man, not playing music. But you see what you said about set times? Mm -hmm. The reason why probably that it doesn't happen like that, Mm because that's more prevalent in house music with raves. Yeah. When when I, because like I went, we went Wireless Festival. Yeah. Probably about a month and a half ago, I went to We Are Festival, which was. um, out in Essex, mm. more house, um, techno, deep house. People really fuck with the DJs. Yeah. They like, they say the DJs on at one o'clock, mm-hmm. they ain't playing. Yeah. They're there from 11 in the morning and they're, they're not missing their DJ. Yeah, it's Whereas, a luxury. Because it's like, because, because some everyone now can, you can just get your laptop and fling it out. Yeah, you see. Urban or even hip hop DJs playing rap music, R&B, hip hop, yeah. no, dance or you can just fling on anything. Yeah. No, but to me, it's them DJs that, aren't necessarily hip-hop, but they'll try and play hip-hop because they see a couple of brown faces in the ring. I know what you mean. <laughs> and it's like, okay, so you want to play that kind of music, yeah? Let me see what you've got. Yeah. And then they ain't playing the tunes of the moment. You're you're still stuck. Like, yeah. three months back, like, come on, bruv. Like, <laughs> Again, that's give the people what they want. And so then- I'm coming up to you and saying, bruh, like, are you going to... Yeah. I want to hear this, innit? Like, do you song. have it? But that's another thing. But that's more like self-development for a DJ. If I don't sometimes know... Sometimes you've got to take it on the chin. Yeah, sometimes you've got, you got to take it on the chin because you... my money's going to your, towards your booking fee. Mm, mm, mm. But do you know what another thing is, yeah? Wait. I feel like you <laughs> sometimes as a DJ, you've got to stay within your um comfort zone as well. Yeah. Because I, I know what you mean. I've certain seen DJs people reach for the stars. Like, that. You don't DJs need to do that. Try and reach for the stars sometimes, and sometimes yeah. you'll pull them down. The only time that I've, I think I've ever tried to like enjoy myself and kind of go off the mark and do certain other things is when I am playing for Bolt. Because remember, mm. like as as I'm opening up for Sneak Bolt, a promoter's not telling me what to play and what not to yeah, play. Yeah, yeah. Just open up for Sneak Bolt, mm, and cool. Sneak Bolt is the type of person that I like raw. Like man's not going on until my DJ goes on first. He has to warm up the crowd, mm. and that's the kind of thing. Crypto Corner like that. That cool. Cosmic has to warm up the crowd first, mm. and that is sick. That's the kind of thing. That's the only time that I kind of yeah. But in terms of a rave, if I'm booked to play Bashment, I'm playing Bashment, Bashment alone. Yeah. yeah, and I'm gonna do what I need to do from that and deliver. And if I don't. And you know, it's just a bad that every DJ. I mean, obviously, like, like you know, quality DJs like yourself. Mm. If you're playing like one genre, yeah. I know that you're gonna play like the most popular song of, mm. at that time, in it because mm-hmm. you know that the majority of the people they want to hear that. Mm. And some DJs kind of they kind of miss that. Yeah. That moment. Yeah. But you can't always please everyone, man. Yeah, well, you know, that's another thing. You got to play for yourself because, like, you got to play for yourself. I mean, at the end of the day, you got to give what the people want because some some DJs they just play what they want to hear, and Mm. it's like, rah, like, or what they think you might want to hear. It's a little bit selfish. So your stock's rising Mm -hmm. um, in regards to playing, which you're going to work bigger crowd, man. Sneak Bowl, despite what you may think of his some of his more commercial music. He rocks big crowds. He does, man. He rocks a lot of big crowds. Um, so you, I've seen your side, you're starting to step away and do your own side things as well. Mm-hmm. Saw so on Twitter the other day, I've listened to his song, Flex yeah. and Finesse. Yeah, yeah. Is that the next lane, the next phase for you in yeah. terms of you're going to start putting artists on now, start that doing compilation, exactly, putting music out? That's exactly my lane. And I want to tell you something, yeah? You know, as a DJ, I'm a tastemaker and I know what sounds, what yeah. I think sounds good. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I've always been passionate about music, you know? Like, I've... 
I'm going to take it back to the days of when I was amongst people like Cash and we used to go sell Bangle Studio and he used yeah. to ask me, what do you think about this song, Kenny? What do you think about that? And I'll be like, nah, change that, change that. Like, I've always been so fascinated. And one of the idol, one of my idols that I've always looked up to is DJ Khaled. Yeah. Um, and I've always respected DJ Khaled because what he was, his ability to, like, envision something and make it happen is so remarkable. And you gotta understand that I meet so much talented artists. Remember, I get music in my inbox, yeah. Daily basis, your inbox is crazy. Like I can't lie. Mm. Producers, artists, and you'll be surprised who some of the artists that have hit me up before and what they've gone on to do now. Mm. And what I'm trying to say to you is, people have closed the doors on certain artists that are amazing, and they have gone to do crazy things now. Yeah. So for me. I just always looked at, I've always been scared to come out. Like, I've been scared to kind of... Why is that? Because out. I hear that a lot. Oh, that sounded a bit nuts. Yeah, like... Pause. Pause. When I've been scared to come out, as in, like, I've been, I've always been scared to kind of come to the front and say, right, look, this is me pushing these people, like, proper, these are the artists that are proper running the game, and mm. these are who I am, like, who I run with. And, like, yeah. this, this is what I'm pushing. Like, you got to understand, when you put your face on something... It's always a risk. Mm. Like, back I, I used to go, like, Canterbury, right? And yeah. I got a rave called Kenny's Run at Stand, yeah? And that's a rave that's big went rave. on a so yearly basis. And I've sold out every year. But can I say Jeez. something? I have never... That's, do you a, know light, when, that's a light stunt, you know? No, 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 no. Obviously, I'm not even stunning. No, I'm not stunning, but obviously, I just got to drop that. But listen... No light stunt. You see, the thing is, with that rave, like, for example, yeah, with a quick detour, the guy who helped me do that, Charlie Black, yeah? Yeah. He was like, just do it. Put your face on something. Mm. Because if you've got people, if you've got these many people like listening to your mixes and stuff, sometimes you've got to embrace it and, and showcase yourself mm. before you start showcasing others. Mm. Yeah. And I was thinking like, wow, just run away with it. And if I didn't take that risk, that probably wouldn't be in my portfolio mm. to kind of go to someone and say, look, this is what this I have is what done. I'm about. This is what I've been so, doing, working on. Yeah, so you see the, with the music that I'm doing now, you got to understand that it's not an easy process. Like, just to walk through with you on a quick, quickly on how it works is some people look at it and I know people think like this and it's all right because yeah. it's, it's an ignorant mindset. Some people don't actually understand it and they're like, so Kenny, why would these artists let you just put your name on something and then feature them? What does that mean? What do, do you, you do? So with that record, you, I wanted to do, ask you when I said, do you make you, the beat? Do you, do you produce What do you do? Okay. And I'm about people, to tell you what. A lot of people ask that. I know production isn't Khaled. just the making okay. the beat. Yeah. Mm. And even with Khaled. Mm. And you know what? Sometimes I say to the really ignorant people that just always have something to say, but not actually want to listen to the proper definition yeah. is what I do is what DJ Khaled does, but on a really small scale for the underground in the UK. Yeah. yeah. And then you can go and Google um, DJ Khaled and listen to all these interviews and he'll define it. Yeah. But to the people like yourselves who yeah. actually want to know, yeah. it's quite simple. I'm in a position where I've got a talent pool of so many artists that I meet yeah. on a regular basis. Yeah. When there's one that stands out, I'll hit them up and I'll be like, I've got an idea for a, a hot record. Yeah. This producer sent me a beat I think we can get in the studio and work on something. So I'll hold at the I'll I'll say hold that for phone the producer whether it's enter the A whether it's two three beats 
whether it's Danny Yen, whether it's any one of the producers that I connect with like that, that you can, know you can get mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. that I know it's will make relationships first. I'll be like, okay, cool. We can even meet up in the studio. Let's go through some beats to recreate a sound. Yeah, yeah. I never just get a producer to send me a beat and then fling them on. So I'll be like, right, cool. Let's sit down and, and this sometimes this will take two, three hours, four hours, and that. Me and the producer are sitting down. It's a long process. I don't like that sound. Change that. Yeah. I want you to, okay, this is the artist I want on that. I need you to change that. Tweet that. I'm thinking this, summertime. I'm thinking... Are you like, going for the hit then? Because when you, when no, you, when you make the comparison to Khalid, mm. Khalid... Khalid, has yeah, Khalid is a hit maker. Hit. But yeah, I generally like, don't think he looks for hits like that. Mm. I just think, I think it just happens maybe organically. Maybe not the hit, the, the best possible outcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the only yeah. one I haven't liked, probably the last one, most yeah. recent was... They don't love you no more. Yeah. Just because it, I maybe I've got, I'm getting a bit sick and tired. But everything, yeah. everything other than that. What about yeah. the latest one with Chris Brown, um, Wayne and uh, what hold you down? Uh, nah, the um, how many times that record? Oh, uh, yeah, nah, that the, that's the newest one. Yeah, that's, that's the latest one. Do my favorite one is hold you down. Like, I, I like love it. what you've done yeah, with that. Yeah. But you see, that's what I mean. You see, for me, it's all about how I'm feeling. Mm. So. Like, like I said, I'll go through the sounds of the producer. Boom, that's what I want. When we find the beat, cool. Then I listen back to the beat. Instantly, the names that come to my head, I'm calling them straight away. Yeah. And don't get twisted. There's been artists that listen to me like, no, okay, I don't really feel it. I'm like, cool. You're going to get, get that. And then no, you're going to get gonna that. Get that. Khalid gets that. Khalid, Khalid be... hollers at big people and they turn him down. And yeah. Khalid yeah. is yeah. Khalid. Like, at the time where, where Khalid, like, I don't know if everyone knows, like, he, he came up through... The Terror Squad. Yeah, and obviously bro. he's in a Make It Rain video holding up the umbrella yeah. for Fat Joe whilst he's getting wet. Come on, but bro. then obviously, yeah, But yeah, and then obviously he dropped We Taken Over. Yeah, he got um, who produced that? The Runners. Um, I don't, I don't know. Let's check out. because he knows his stuff in it. Because he had the Runners and Cool and Dre. He had them like, and they've just built. And built and built and built to yeah. obviously what it is now. He's probably reached out to new producers now, but he started off with that. He had the relationships with the producers, and I'm that's sure exactly what he's, yeah, he's that's doing what I'm now. Because sure I saw, I saw you was Tion yeah. Wayne, yeah, um, Tion Wayne, Miss, Miss Banks, Banks, and Cass. And let me tell you something about that. I'm gonna give you like an exclusive, the original off the cuff exclusive. Yeah, the original was meant to have Jay Huss and Timbo. That would have nice. been mad mix. And that would have been mad as well. Mad. That would have equally been mad. Mad. But again, the, the reason why that didn't happen is there wasn't, it, it wasn't clicking in yeah. terms of... Did you have them in the studio working? No, no, I didn't. Did but never okay, Huss started writing. Yeah. But then at the time that Huss was writing, like, Timbo wasn't really feeling the, the, the groove of, of things like that. Oh, okay. mm. So it was like... It, it, but there's nothing wrong with that. I never I like, prefer that. That. that's calm. It. It's all right. Let's not force it. Yeah, so when I had the beat back, I was like, okay, cool. What do I do now? I've like hit like a brick wall, but I felt it, and I was like, okay, cool. I want Cass on it because I think Cass is one of the most underrated in STP. Yeah. Obviously, when people think STP, they kind of overlook. They like, think people. They, be like honest, Cass. they think Timbo. Yeah, they do. They, they scream Timbo, Timbo and they they. You're he's the one that's out there doing look like he's doing the most work. Uh, exactly, but I've seen this guy work in the studio. It's mad. He's got some sick talent. So I was like, cool, I know I wanted Cass. Miss Banks, and I don't care what anybody says to where, me. Listen, where did you Miss where Banks, did you go and grab Miss Banks? No, let me tell you something. I hosted yeah, a mixtape. Yeah, if you do your research, her debut mixtape's hosted by me. Yeah. Okay. Google Miss Banks 
Once Upon a Grind, I hosted that. Yeah. And just to show you that I really am putting people on and I'm helping people, she wasn't really doing music like right. that because mm-hmm. she was still doing what she needed to do on the roads. Yeah. And I hit her up. I was like, Banks, you're talented. Let's Get in it. a booth. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, Raw, come down to the studio, host this mixtape. Hosted it. And I'm not even trying to say that I put her on, but let me not lie to you. Sometimes that one phone call could be the difference between someone going down... Not going to lie to you, it's not like you put her on though. If you want to say you put her on, you put her on. Do you know why why I don't sound, why I don't say I put someone on? Because you've got to understand that nobody puts anyone on. It's yourself that puts yourself on. You might need that nudge though, because even with this. Yeah, a nudge is a nudge, but it's not putting you on. We've got a podcast and I know from paying attention, we've got good mutual friends and that. Yeah. You've got your own podcast as well. Yeah. I've been meaning to do this for a very long time. Yeah. And that brother right there who um, is doing our visuals. Yeah. Which you are introduced to after when we're yeah, done. Yeah. He's like, Foles, you can say you want to do this for a minute. What's, what's just stopping what's you? Yeah. He literally, he just, he was literally like, well, I've gone. What's, what's the matter? What's wrong? Yeah. To, to the point where it almost feels like you're getting battered up by your friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's the only thing you talk about. Yeah. That's yeah. the only thing you want to do. Yeah. But the one yeah. thing you're not doing is the one thing you say you want to do. Yeah, yeah. So go down and do what you want to do. That's what I'm trying to say. So they said, you, so you, you've got Tion Wayne, yeah. Cass. And then Tion Wayne was on there because I've, I've rate Tion Wayne as an artist because he's simple. Mm. But I can hear him. He's one of the rappers that you can actually understand him. His clarity. If you listen to Tion Wayne and his pronunciation, you don't miss a bar. You, you, you never don't miss even, a bar. You yeah. always hear it's, it's standard. It's basic. But, but I, would, I, I would prefer that for the Flex and Finesse record. Yeah, it works. Yeah, but I think the lane, especially with like you said, everyone forgets. Even like I missed, I, I slipped, I missed out yeah. like your relationship with Banks from early. Yeah, a lot of the music seems a, a little bit too simplified. Exactly. That's what, all you. Do you know what it is? Our generation only look at J Huss, Timbo, Mostak, all of that. That's all our generation. I enjoy that in its that's own music. In and its I own respect element. them. They're all talented. But that doesn't mean that that's going to be my vision. Mm. Because you see, this formula worked for me. This song got premiered by Mr. Jam. That's Mr. Jam is one of the biggest DJs in the world yeah. because he busses new music. Yeah. Mr. Jam, yeah, is not the type of. If he co signs you, yeah, it's official. You don't pay him. Don't think you can pay Mr. Jam and say, pay my record. No. Yeah. If he don't like it, he's not playing. Doesn't like it, yeah. Is that quite, it's quite Real simple talk. like that. So I know that formula was good enough to kind of get people's ears open. And then there's other songs that you lot have not even heard yeah. that. that when you hear the, the mixture of it, it's different. So what you're going to do is, because I've seen the Flex and Finesse record, yeah. I know through talking to your people and just paying attention yeah. and just doing a, you know, yeah. two plus two and, yeah. and trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah. Are you going to have a compilation CD? Is that the next step? Yeah, the next step, obviously the, I've been in talks with a few people like to do um like kind of compilations, but you see, I just don't like selling. Like, do you know, I'm I just not a big fan of You have of to selling. eventually sell, though. No, but do you know why? Because the serious thing is about selling, and this is what's mad. Is it because you got them pay the artists? Is that the problem? Not even that. No, it's, I don't mind. I'll pay the artists. Listen, if you check, like, I'm... Listen, everyone that deserves... They, if everyone that's got PRS or anything, PP or whatever, they get their cut. Yeah. And that's simple. And by the way, I've just come into this game... But so you're learning as you're going along as well. I'm learning as I'm going on, but I always believe that people should get their fair share. Yeah. But it's just that I can't think that far ahead when I'm still in the mix of it. Yeah. This is all still new. It's just from what just it was just the yeah. way you were talking. It sounds aspirational. Like I don't yeah. care. And I said appreciate you once again for coming out as our first guest. Yeah. I was reckoning, who do I want? I was like, let's actually go and find 
the tastemakers, because it's easy to go and get the guys at the forefront. Yeah. But who mixes your record? Who's yeah. your engineer? Yeah. Who's your producer? Who's your DJ, yeah. your road manager? Yeah. So that's part of the reason why I got you down to speak yeah. and just see, because that's, like I said, I've started paying attention to you more, I'll be honest, through your relationship with Sneakwell. Yeah. Nobody yeah. would have known that you were the guy that was recording his videos yeah. or recording Cash's videos. And nobody knows a lot of things. You see what is there? Like, in this game, you've got to be humble. Mm. Like, when I tell you some of the things that I've been through, yeah, to get to even just this level, yeah. it's a lot, you know. I've sweated doing graveyard shifts on radio. Like, if you, you can go on my SoundCloud now, people, Stormzy was on my show eight months ago. Now I saw that. Doing a freestyle on my show. Plug yeah. that, man. What's and on called? the, no, obviously he's on my SoundCloud, soundcloud.com forward slash DJ Kenny Allstar. Plug. Eight <laughs> months ago, yeah. he's come on. This is before everything. Mm. And he's done that. And on that same night, Naira Marley came. And on eight months ago, I remember ago, Naira coming that's, in. That's when he was plugging Mary Joanna and all that crazy shit. So that's happened. Yeah. Jay Huss has been on the show. That's happened. Yeah. Like, I've had people from Jamaica, I Octane, on the show. But again, but it's, I don't shout. Not yeah, in, but, the, do you not know in regards to showing off, but just purely because... Because even now, you're a man because, like, I listen to a lot of music. I'm on, I'm heavy on the blogs, mm. heavy on the website. Mm. I pay attention to a lot of stuff. Mm. But the day and age you live in, it's so hard because there's so much new music coming out, yeah. you forget. Like, I've been down and done training at Represent. Mm-hmm. Not what I'm saying to you down there. But you've got to talk these things. I know, but there's, got, there's not, in, not in a bragging way. Yeah. All it takes is, I didn't have to, you didn't have to hit me up for me to hair flex and finesse. Yeah. You put out on your Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even with yeah. our podcast, I don't necessarily flood the talent. I know, remember the days in Facebook where someone floods you with their party invites? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. Even though that. I could probably be mixing up for the amount of followers you both have for me just acting people directly. Mm-hmm. I know people hate that. Mm. So if I then become a pest, the people that message me, I put it on my Twitter as much as I can do. I will literally, we could be sitting there now, I've been tweeting. I'll literally yeah. tweet a link on my SoundCloud. Mm. Two minutes later, I'll tweet another link with a different description of what we're talking about on our podcast. Yeah. So sometimes you benefit. I think we all struggle sometimes with, you don't want to shout too much, you don't want to shout. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you don't want to oversaturate If you're having yeah, yeah, Dancehall Nation, yeah, yeah. We, right, at the moment, what's really big? We've got sort of hip hop. Yeah. I wouldn't say we've got a massive R&B scene, but we've got that slight element. Afrobeats is coming through. Yeah. You play in a certain se- segment where dance is kind of quiet. You can disagree with me if you're not. It's very quiet. It's kind of quiet. So if you're having big artists from over there coming over, Yeah. we should be knowing about this. Yeah, it's true. It's true. But do you know what? It's all in time you learn. I think the only reason why I'm, I think I am like that is because I'm so focused. Like, I, It's weird. I stay off the timeline. Mm. Yeah, I've got a saying called, if you stay off the timeline, you keep a clear mind. <laughs> only because obviously what's going on if you spend too much on there you start kind of like yeah mm. you start losing yourself so that's the only reason why but in time it's all gonna come like I respect this like that's why I always take my opportunities of course like it's always good to kind of come down here and have conversations with people because I do that week in week we want to learn as well I think yeah. it's, it's a tool as well for yourself to get out of there for ourselves yeah yeah you know yeah you got stuff to even just through sitting down with you, yeah. And I'm sure Daddy can agree with me as well. Mm-hmm. I've learned a little bit more about you, yeah, yeah. And yeah. now I'm going to be more inclined. Like when you put something out on the timeline, oh, definitely, even definitely. if it's just a casual, you don't have to say anything. Definitely going to be checking new track. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. Proper one. We'll say as well, big um, mix. You and um, DJ Melody Kane. Yeah, that's a huge one, man. That's that's my dog, man. Yeah, that's like my homie. The it's next one people. is um, me and P Montana. Yeah. So that will be fair. I'm doing uh, so much content on the SoundCloud, so it's going to do we. Uh, Fortnightly mixes with the fortnightly podcasts. Mm. Yeah. We're still the music. That's the thing that I think everyone forget. You also got your own podcast with um Yeah, Mim, Mim Shake. Mim Shake, man. He's from um, obviously representing BBC Asia Network. 
So um, yeah, we're just we're just killing it. We're just killing it only because we want people to kind of understand that this is just organic, man. Yeah. We don't force nothing. That's what you're... and that's what it is. But most importantly, um, one thing I do want to plug is um, in two weeks' time we are dropping the remix to Flex and Finesse. Nice. And that is gonna have Afro B, Timbo, and Big Tipper on it. Tipper so, as well. Yeah. So Tipper. watch out for that one. Oh, you heard it here first. And yeah, man. Obviously, do you know what? Big up the Off the Cuff podcast as well because I know what it's like to start out as well. Obviously, you lot are sick because you lot are more episodes deep than us. Yeah. And that, <laughs> I've listened to your thing though. I listened to that's you, kick, yeah. your last couple ones and that. And yeah, man. Yeah, that's sick, man. So obviously, just. Yeah, big up everyone, man. Well, shout your socials out for everyone that's listening as well so they can uh, yeah, man. pay attention. Um, Let me try to get this right because I've been trying to... I always get onto people that don't align their socials yeah. all together, but it's um at, rep, at Represent Radio, at Kenny Allstar on the Twitter, yeah. um, Kenny Allstar on the Instagram. I don't really mess with Snapchat too much, but that's Kenny Allstar. Everything Kenny Allstar or kennyallstar.co.uk. Or like everything just punched in and then yeah that's that's what it's all about man Thank you, we'll well, thanks again guys for uh listening it's been a proper good interesting convo yeah it's yeah, been yeah, nice man, man. it's been uh you know proper in-depth talks that's our first ever guest so we find first ever guest i'm honored man <laughs> i'm feeling all special in that <laughs> i should have brought out the big <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to bust a bottle for you from yeah, for later. Yeah, it's so, great, man. No, welcome once again off the cuff. Um, yeah. Myself, Daddy. Yeah. With myself. Myself, follow Daddy. Yeah. Our guest, Kenny All Star. Yep, yep, yep. Shout out so shout them for giving Daddy every week. We've got to give them the socials. Well, you know, Mr. Van Seven. <laughs> we've got a running joke. When you listen, we've got a running joke. He, uh, he's called Mr. Vans online yeah. for, his, for his Twitter. Okay. Coming up, this was the guy for Vans. Yeah. In the last two years, I've not seen this brother in a pair of vans. Well, you're not wearing vans. He's got a pair of pumas. He's got pumas on. Lammy, man. Lammy, man. Yo, Snake, if he had a sponsorship, you would have lost that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we would have lost it. And we've been saying to him, he's got to change that. That's why I'm making every week shout. He's so So, Mr. Van online. Mr. Van 7 online on my Twitter, on my Instagram, on Snapchat. You know, it's. Yeah, he's heavy on a snap, so follow him on a snap. Yeah, it's everything, bro. Myself, follow Oton. That's on the Twitter. That's F O L A. O-T-U-N. And uh, thanks again for listening, guys, and tune in for next week. Yeah, yeah, done now. Peace.